Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to today. I got a special guest in studio, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you find, wherever you're listening. Also, uh, don't forget today's show is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. If you're looking for a great barbecue joint, that's the place to go. Uh, I'll tell you more about them in a little bit. But this guy voted best exotic hand model in 2013. That was a good year for you. That was. Uh, you peaked. Some might say you've fallen quite uh, significantly. Also, original inspiration for Allstate's hands logo. You know, uh, you're you're always in good hands with Allstate. But they had to change it due to uh, it looking like a pile of sausages. It, instead of making people feel safe, it made them hungry. And uh, former Kumite Mop Boy, you know, Bloodsport. Uh, you were actually the guy that said, okay, USA. <laughs> Put up your dukes. <laughs> Oh, and the host of Schlereth and Evans oh, on yeah. DenverSports.com slash 104.3 The Fan. It's Mike Evans. Mike. How are you doing? <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome home. Thank you. It's so weird coming back in here. It has a good vibe in here. I got to be honest. The last time I came in here, not such a good vibe. There's a good vibe going on right now, and I like it. And uh, I'm excited for the hori- what's on the horizon for this place, and and mostly you and, and Stink. Because you guys are my my bitches, and uh, I like to keep a close eye on you. Well, we miss you. <laughs> you know. By the way, let it be known because I I, can't, I I remember when you left, you left us, and people were like, "Why'd you fire the Huff?" We're like, "We didn't fire the Huff. The Huff left on his own." And I'm I'm you've done you've done awesome, but we miss you, man. I miss we this, miss you. I miss this place too. Yeah. Um. You know, a lot of it is the post show showers that I miss the most. Um, those were fun. <laughs> it's so funny that you're sitting here in this chair. I'm just, I am getting a flashback and it's like it happened yesterday. We were doing one of our stupid videos, uh-huh. uh, which have become legendary. And we we're doing one with Clat. Clat mm. was here. So this would have been 2013. Probably. Probably 2013, 2014, before he got, before he got banned. Um, banned, not banned. <laughs> And we're doing this video where it called for you, for him to come into the room. I could see it right now. It's it was so that funny. Matumbo slap. Yes, it was the Matumbo because Matumbo was doing the commercials. Not in my house. <laughs> and so Joel did a good Matumbo. And so what the ad was, was the, the video was him to come. You were sitting right where you're sitting right now, talking right where you're talking right now. Joel comes into the room, spins you around in the chair, and is supposed to fake slap you. <laughs> Instead, he drilled you he did he drilled you he's a former quarterback he has a strong arm yeah and he has that extra long thumb too so he got more coverage remember like yeah he, like there's a p- weird picture of how long his thumb is it's bizarre yeah there, there's a lot of good and sad memories in this place uh my my ribs were broken right around the corner you got beat up a lot here I in did. this studio i did it's <laughs> it, in in all all joking aside it gets brought up all the time about stink breaking my ribs and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, guys, I'll do it again. Yeah. It, it was one of those things where I, I have no hard feelings towards Mark. It was one of those things we discussed it. Now, that being said, five seconds before we hit record, he's like, I thought about it. We're going to have to just go live, uh, go real real speed. It'll be fine. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I can still, that one I can still see too. And I, I was standing right there. When he threw you to the ground and landed on you, the sound that you made, it was just kind of like, 
<laughs> I was, it was deflated. Like, it was like you were deflated and your soul was leaving your body at the same time. <laughs> it was. I was like a, a whoopee cushion, a, a sad whoopee cushion. Sad whoopee cushion. That's what I it like was. That, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> That was funny. That was good. So yeah, a lot of great memories here. It's it's very interesting to come back. The it makes me feel nice though too because I've been hugged. I don't know, like five times since I I've yeah. been in through these doors, which is cool. Um, but kind of going to why I wanted you on is just uh, I I want to get your comedic perspective on things. I think a lot of people don't realize, Mike, that you're actually funny. <laughs> in a, in a, yeah, I'm not I'm not a like a. Uh, uh, it's kind of like a dry wit. I, I, I've always thought I've been a, a like I'm a good reciprocal humor, like a good like r- return line, you know, mm-hmm. like a good one liner. You know, in, in the course of a conversation, I'll throw in that one liner that I like. But uh, but no, thank you. Yeah, you're not going around just trying to drop right goofiness constantly. It's just you're very selective. Yeah, which is I appreciate it. You, you kind of remind me of Sandy Clough in a way. It just people just have to know how to play with you, correct? Right, and then if then it works. But it was funny because we were talking about this before. Is I I posted on Twitter and I also posted on Facebook that you were coming on. I think one lady, uh, Wendy, thinks you're Mike Haynes, and she I, she's like, "Oh, I'm so excited! I can't wait to to listen." And I'm like, it, it, "She's a hockey freak." I don't know where Mike Haynes went. I don't know either. I don't know. I meant to text them if to see if he's okay. If anybody knows where Mike is, I'd love to. I miss him. But I think that's, I, I was like, I didn't want to correct her because I was like, nah, it's fine, whatever. Okay. But uh, one guy, Paul, said, hey, hey, remind Mike of all his nicknames. There's Pumpkinhead, Mudslide Mike. Yep. That's a good one. Mudslides yep. are good. And I, I know people like to bag on you for it, but yeah. they're good. Okay. Yeah. Stifler's mom, Mike? You don't remember that? I remember her come Jennifer Coolidge, yeah, right? And she I was I was like You were fangirling. I could not hide my attraction to her. So it was it was uncomfortable, but you, I don't care. You know that like she's like slept with like five hundred guys or something like that? Five hundred and one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no. No, but what I was I was thinking about that as I was driving in here and I'm like she was like very flirtatious. That's who she is. I know. And you were like, your head was like bright, bright red. Yeah. And and I'm just sitting there like Mike could have been a statistic <laughs> if he wanted I, to. You could have been. It was she. I mm. boy, there was there was chemistry there. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody said pork chop. Yeah. Pork chop. Mosher gave that to me. Mosher did. Way, way back in the day. Yep. Uh, by the way. Raider Dan, formerly Raider oh, Dan. I remember said, Raider Dan. He says, hello, Mike. I yes. love you. Uh, he didn't say I love you. But he said, email boy. That was, um, uh, Irvin Joe gave that one to me. Oh, yeah. Because I would, I was, I sat in with him uh, for, for a good year or two. And, of course, emails were a, a big part of the show then. You used to be not. fax boy. And, uh, yeah, I would, uh, update boy, update boy too. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, email boy, email boy, Mike Evans. Yep. Before we get into some headlines that I want to mm-hmm. get your reaction to. Oh, we're going to do hard hitting news here? Sure. We're not going to just goof sure, around? Mike. Sure, Mike. Very hard hitting. <laughs> Let's talk politics, okay? <laughs> uh, I have to bring this up so I don't, so I don't forget it, but it's one of the funniest moments in my radio career and it's with you. 
And it's, it's funny because we were on the same wavelength when it happened. Remember, I don't remember who the co-host was. It might have been Hastings. Remember when we didn't know what skin flute meant? Yes! Yes! We were joking around. We were trying to imply that we were masturbating. Right? I think is what it was. And then like, and I'm like, Mike, I play the skin flute all the time. And you're like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like joking around. And we didn't know. It, it's so bizarre that everybody, out, like the text line blew up going, you guys know what that means, right? That's oral sex. And right. we're like, what? What? And Hastings like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> we're just, we're just like talking about like, I love to play the skin flute. <laughs> it's so nice. I know, I know. Uh, you know? I did it just like in the break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You showed, me, you showed me your best way to do it, Duff. <laughs> and I I do it the same way. It was, <laughs> it was so, so bizarre. I know. Two different upbringings. Yes. You're on the East yep. Coast. I'm here in Colorado. Yep. And for some weird reason, <laughs> we, we thought that's what it meant. And when we found out, we both looked at each other like, Oops. how the hell did we not know that? <laughs> it was funny. I felt, was. I felt so stupid. And Hastings was like, he's just looking at us like, you two either are the greatest actors of all time or you're the dumbest Fs ever. <laughs> we were. We were the dumbest. We're like, hey, what? Oh, crap. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right, you know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into some headlines. All right. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> All right, so as you age, Mike, your brain begins to stop getting pleasure from new music. Do you know that? This is a scientific thing, okay? Really? Uh, okay. Researchers from the International Federation of... Uh, Phonographic industry, <laughs> classic. I'm, I'm, I subscribe to them, <laughs> right? Who doesn't? Uh, have different theories, but they generally agree on certain factors that contribute to the decline in music engagement at a population level. Some believe blah, blah, blah. Basically, as you get older, you refuse to accept new music. Hmm. Do you agree with that? I or, do agree. Are you a Swifty? No. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And you know why? Because I think the older you get, the more nostalgic you get. And I think part of nostalgia is the, let's say, the music you grew up with, the music you listen to. Like, for example, um, like I find myself, if I ever hear 70s music, having a newfound appreciation for it because I remember, oh, those were the songs that my parents were playing in the car all the time. Yes. And at the time, I couldn't stand it. But- now I look back on it, it's like a pleasant memory, right? So, or songs that were part of your high school days or something like that, you know? So those are, I think I think the nostalgia uh, impacts I still that. don't like Soundgarden. I know that was very popular when I was in high school. Not a fan. You know what's funny, though? Speaking about old school music, my son, Jackson, who's 10, loves Queen. Like, he can recite almost all their music. He's a huge Freddie Mercury. Is that because of the movie, though? Did you guys it, see the it, that's movie? What, that's what kicked him off. So it's new to him, but he watched. we let him watch the movie, and he was just so just taken by it, like, oh, this is fascinating. And then when you start learning more about Freddie Mercury and his range, that's what's fascinating, too. Speaking of skin flutes, <laughs> yes. you and I both like Nickelback. Uh, no, I don't. Yes, you do. No, yes, I don't. Yes, you do. And I admit I like them too. Oh, my So God. we're both kind of alone on an island again. 
Show me that photograph. <laughs> if if I think they I put on a good look, they put on a good show. Uh, I'm sure they say. I'm sure they do. I uh, I think Nickelback would do better if you didn't see Chad Kroger's face. It's his face that that bugs people. I think. I, I think ultimately the music is fine. Trying to throw me under the bus. Say I like Nickelback. You do. No, no. Uh, a Toronto man is hoping to get the world record for most marathons ran in one year. He ran 242 marathons last year. Now, Guinness World Records is evaluating those and making sure that they all officially counted. So he's basically running a marathon every day and a half. That's ridiculous. I'm not saying this guy is, but I wouldn't be shocked if he was a serial killer. Let's be honest. What kind of psycho is like, I'm going to run all these marathons? It's disgusting. Sorry, I'm a little distracted. Um, Stink just texted me because we're supposed to do a podcast after this podcast. Yeah. And I said, uh, I'm doing a podcast with the Huff, then I'll be with you. I just took your picture and sent it to him. So, sorry. Oh, you should have warned me. I would have uh, slipped a nip. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh. It's one of those episodes. <laughs> Remember when we ran a the team marathon? We did the team marathon uh, around Colfax. It was a Colfax marathon. Colfax marathon. Um, we each had to do like what four or five miles. I got the tail end, yeah. which was like six miles. Yeah, and I regretted that because I didn't train at all. Neither did I. And that was hard. It hurt. But that I almost ins- got ran over, too. You got almost got run over? Yeah, the, a car. A car? <laughs> yeah. I was. Did you is, veer off the no. marathon? No, road? the cop. There was a cop telling the guy to stop because it was me and a few other people running past this, you know, alleyway or whatever. And this guy just is like, screw it. It hits the gas. And, like, uh, my hand touched the the hood. Really? <laughs> and the, the cop let him go. I'm like, really? Arrest that man. Come you on. needed me there to say, you're sending us the wrong way. <laughs> uh, flashback, when we were in Miami covering the Super Bowl, we're, we're going to the media party, media which, which kind of sucked. It that did one. suck. But. Um, we go to that. And there was a train derailment or something, right? Wasn't that what it was? And oh, is that try- what happened? And they're trying oh, to I redirect. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> they're trying to redirect traffic, <laughs> and they kept sending us in circles. Yeah. And it wasn't just us. It was like all the, these people yeah. trying to get to the same place, and we're like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. And then finally, Mike rolls down the window and starts yelling at a cop. He's like, you're sending us the wrong way. <laughs> and we're like. Mike, don't yell at the cop. Please. I was hungry. I know. I know you were. I was hungry. You. That is part of. And I love those media parties. <laughs> Speaking of that, real quick, side note. Uh, I'm glad I'm not covering the Super Bowl in Vegas. Really? It is going to be a nightmare. You just got back from Vegas. What did you think of it? I don't like Vegas. It's dirty and disgusting. Really? I'm, not, I'm not a huge gambler, though. Yeah, but Vegas is so much more than just yeah. There, you know, there's people trying to you know con you into 
You know, they're like this guy, this Asian guy comes up to me and my family. Snapping the cards at you? He has a he has a real fancy card, but he's like sliding uh, bracelets onto our wrists. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. And he's like, for you, for you, for you, for you. I'm like, okay, oh, fantastic. And then, then my kids are like, thank you, thank you so much. And the guy's like, okay, now he pulls up an app. He's all, you pay me now. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to pay for Jack Squat. So you, I, see, I love Vegas. I, I love like you. It. Hate all right. Here's the key question. God, I'm gonna sound like such a. Where'd you stay? Uh, Treasure Island. Okay, that's the problem right there. I am convinced that your enjoyment of Vegas is directly proportional to where you stay. Yeah. And I'm sorry. When I go, we go. I I either stay at Caesars, Bellagio, or Circus Circus, <laughs> or <laughs> or uh, well, pretty much those two places. So I and I think if you stay at a nice place. All right. Then that just changes your your whole visit. I could see that. I mean, and plus it, you have you have still younger kids. How old are your kids though? They're nine and ten. Yeah, that's still. They, now that being said, they had a lot of fun. I know. We went and saw Blue Man Group. We yep. saw the Cirque du Soleil Mystere. That was good. Uh, a lot of good food. You know, doing that under and, down under. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, trying to pull my wife out of that one was hard. <laughs> Literally. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> it was me. Sorry. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Can I ask you a real question? I know I'm taking you off the rails. I don't but care. I don't care. <laughs> you, you were, you, when you were here, you became famous for your voices, mm-hmm. right? And you got so many voices. I've always been kind of curious the, like, origin of some of them. Like, for example, Metrosexual to Huff. Uh, that's, that's an interesting one because- when we did Metrosexual to Huff, Ryan Edwards mm-hmm. and I would write those. That's, and you guys did he, he, he an kinda amazing gets, job. He doesn't get enough credit he for that. awesome. It, because where I would be a little off the rails, he would kind of be put you back on the rails but still come up with something creative. I, I'm trying to remember the voice. I think the voice evolved. I think it was a little bit more monotone when I first did it. And then we listened to it, and first of all, the first version was way inappropriate. <laughs> really. Oh, really? No. The stuff that we aired. I'm surprised, Mike, that we got it was, away with it. It was metrosexual to Huff's tailgating tips. And it was all these sexual innuendos. Oh, my God. Like when they played in New England. Do you remember that one? Oh, the co- yeah, and I would say cock. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, I don't remember, but it'd be like, <laughs> today we're going to talk to Mike Evans. He's meaty, <laughs> like whatever, something like that. Exactly. And, and you'd be like, "What?" And Just, then, then it would you'd go down the path. Yeah. And I think the voice that we ended up settling on worked because yeah. it was just like kind of an innocent, yeah. uh, higher pitch, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was funny. It was stupid. And but I I have a collection of those that we did. I've played it on this this show before, and it's just shocking. Yeah. Like how did we not get in trouble for it. I and, know. And to be honest, some of it, I'm like, whoa. That's, like you're talking about grilling, much. like grilling sausages and stuff. Yeah, and having the meat, gr- meat juice drip down your face. And like, yeah, stuff like that. It's like what? And we put it on and, the radio. And then I'm like choking on the sausage. Yes. Be like, sorry, it went too deep. Type of thing. <laughs> stuff like that. Yes. Right. And no. and I'm like, how the hell? I don't ever remember being talk talked to about it. No. No. Which is kind of disturbing like yes. what the hell's wrong with yeah. you guys yeah they're yeah. like just go with just it whatever go with it. it's fun uh but yeah a lot of them well and then the one i always like to 
talk about is Cowboy to Huff originated because Joel Klatt was going up to Cheyenne Frontier Days. Yeah. He had he had a uh, responsibility from, I think it was Root Sports at the yes. time, that that he had to go get some cowboy attire. And it was right at the beginning of the show. And you're both in studio. And I remember you through the interco- intercom, you said, Duff, uh, get ready to do a cowboy voice. Right, exactly. And, and I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Um, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And here's what's funny about it. The big the big thing that came out of Cowboy to Huff was, I am all balls in these chains type of thing, right? Well, that started, there's two reasons why I came up with that. One, I had just recently watched a family guy, and Ryan Reynolds was a guest voice on there, and he goes to Peter, he's like, I don't, I don't know, I just feel like I'm all balls in these pants, something like that, right? <laughs> So that's running through my head, but my wife had just bought me these new jeans. And I don't know what's up with today's youth, but they must have small nuts because <laughs> these these jeans, like they fit everywhere else. Yeah. Right there, no. Yeah. And it wasn't comfortable. Right. So I'm like, um, okay, that's how I did it. Yeah. And then you got you guys, let's go to our resident uh cowboy uh the Huff. The Huff, yeah. Cowboy the Huff. Yeah. And then you go to me and and you're like, What's this? What's the good way to Hell, if if you got the right outfit for whatever, and I'm like, basically, Joe, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and go, "Am I all balls in these jeans?" And if you can say yes, hell, you're ready to be a cowboy type of thing. <laughs> yes, that's that's probably that's, that's what, how it what happened, and it just went from there. Totally organic. And we did. I don't think I've laughed as hard at an sh- entire show as that one. That was like the balls show. Yeah. And I wish I had it still, the whole show, because there's times where Joel is barely able to speak, and he's like, "We just did an entire show about balls." <laughs> it's just so funny. It's it's the time the time with Clat was awesome because Joel, you you see Joel on TV. Let's face, it, he's pretty buttoned down, right? Right. And you don't know how funny this guy is, and the acting. We we became. Right. Our show became famous for the acting. And the acting came about because we were doing a um, Valentine's Day promotion where we were giving away some kind of prize every day. Right. And we came up with the idea, let's act. as in me. Was it you? Yes. Okay, all right, fine. I'll give you a prize. Hey, listen. (laughs) Like it matters. It was awesome. But, um, but, but. It was the idea was okay. We're gonna act out a scene from a rom com every day, and then the listeners have to be able to identify what the the movie was that we acted out, and then you win the prize. That's how it started that week. And if you remember, we had, we had set up different scenes all throughout the course of the week, and we decided to wrap up the week with oh the diner scene the, and when, when Harry, Harry met, met Sally. Sally. That was I so iconic because. Oh. You played uh, Sally. Sally, and it's the orgasm scene. Yeah. And it's funny. It it was so disturbing, you I doing that. I got into that. it. You did. Yeah. And it's funny because you were her, Joel was uh, Harry. Harry, and I was the miscellaneous old lady that just says, you know, I'll have what she's having. Yeah. And what's funny is you go all out. I, like did, you're, it. I did it better than she did. I, in all honesty, Mike, yes, I did. Yes, I, I climaxed, and it was, <laughs> it was. Fantastic. 
fantastic. Um, sometimes I just replay it <laughs> in those special moments. Brandy does too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what's what's funny is you we we didn't re I don't think we really rehearsed. No, we never rehearsed I think if it. anything, maybe you guys ran the lines. Line, yes, but but nothing where you were uh, showing your hand of no. how you were going to go all out. So so I I literally am sitting in the chair that I sit in every morning. That, that same same chair. Mm-hmm. And so as we got ready to do it, I knew that I had to get into character. Uh-huh. And I couldn't look at you, and I couldn't look at Joel. So if you remember, I turned my back to both of you. And it, it, when it came time to do it, I just started doing it. Oh, and, and you did it well. I did, to the point where I, I, I kind of, at one point, looked out of the corner of my eye, and I saw Joel. And his eyes were just, like, so freaking big. Like, I can't believe you're doing this. And then I had to turn away because I, and then you were, you, you almost didn't get your line off. I couldn't. I'm, I'm like sitting there looking at you and I'm like about to pee my pants because I'm laughing so hard and I'm like, oh crap, I have a line and I'm like, oh, and I, I just remember like closing my eyes. I'm staring at the the countertop because I'm like, I can't look at Mike. I can't. And I'm, I'm like kind of covering my ears. Just enough so it's just kind of muffling it a little bit. And then you do your line, and then I go, I'll have what she's having. And then and then I'm like, and then we just all just burst into burst laughing. laughing. It was like, we looked at each other like, did we we just, That's how did we pull that off? It was magical. It was great. It was, then, but then acting became a big thing, and we would have... We would have comedians come into ta- into into John Lovitz. John Lovitz, the acting guy, the the inspiration, the inspiration. for acting. Yes, he did it with us. He did that with you and Nate Lundy. Yep, and it was the scene from A League of Their Own in the barn where he's making an offer to one of the girls. Yeah, and then and it was just I can't remember what. She, he says a number, she says a number, yeah. and then he's like, "Well, that would be more now, wouldn't it?" But it like, was so great because he literally did it. Like he, he did. Went in, he goes, he goes, that was so much fun because I literally went back to like when we filmed that. John Lovitz will be on this giant pedestal yes. forever because he did that. Yeah. Because you know we've met plenty of comedians coming through here, and sometimes they're dicks. Rob oh, Schneider. Rob Schneider. I was just gonna say it. Rob Schneider. I major dick. May, we've met him like two or three yeah. times. And here's the thing. I get it. Sometimes you're on a grind. You're doing all these interviews. I give you a pass on one. But two, three times that you're a dick to everybody? No. No. That's, that's he's a jerk. And, and that pissed me off. I remember we met uh, Norm McDonald. He was exhausted, but he was still nice. Yeah. You could see, like, dude, he was... He, he's running low. Now, hindsight, he may have been starting to battle cancer at that time. I and don't I don't recall for sure the timeline on that. But that being said, Norm was was is still good to us. Joe Coy, who was getting dogged for his performance <laughs> yeah. on the Golden Globes, I was all enjoying everybody who was getting on him because he came in with us and was awful. Like, we want the comedians to come in and do comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. do comedy. He wanted to talk about. Really? Yeah, I remember he just was like wanted to talk about day issues and like he just wanted to talk about yeah. like stuff and I'm like, dude, do comedy. It's like make no. me laugh. Make me now. laugh, monkey boy. <laughs> Come on. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> With your symbols. Okay? That's what that's what we pay you for. Uh 
Yeah, it, it's interesting the amount of people that we've seen come through these doors. Yeah. I would ultimately ultimately say the majority of the comedians were nice. Awesome. Jay, Jay Moore. Jay Moore is hilarious. Moore he awesome. like he would hang out in the back uh, in the control room with us, uh, just chewing our ear off. Yeah. He's a good dude. Sometimes, though, he's a little intimidating because he's a very intel- intelligent man. Yeah. Uh, but he he's a good dude. We had, um, oh, who was the guy that was um, Saturday Night Live that did, uh, did Clinton so well? Uh, oh, who am I thinking? Daryl Hannah? Da- uh, Daryl Hammond. Hammond. Yes. Oh, you met him? Yeah, he came in. That, that Was I here? Yeah. I don't remember that. There was some comedian where I wasn't impressed with him, and then he asked if I wanted to take a picture with him, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I don't know who it was. I wish I could remember who it was, because I'm like, it was kind of, a, after he left, I'm like, that was kind of a dick thing to do. <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Probably, it was probably like Joe Rogan or something. I, I like, yeah, that's right. you're never going to be anything, are you? <laughs> you scum of the earth. Uh, yeah, there, there's some good guys. I remember... Um, uh, I won't get. I was gonna say non non comedians. That the one guy that I always remember that was a dick was um I can't. He's on NFL Network. He had, does a talk show host. I can't remember his name right now. Doesn't matter. But he was a dick. Um. By the way, uh, moving back to to the rundown. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I got it's it. it's okay. Took you to, completely okay. off the rails. Fine. It's fine. I love it. Uh, I texted what, Stink by the way that I'm doing the podcast. I'll have to sh- you want to see the response. He, he gave it's really not, quick. It, yeah, what is it? You got to take a look at it. Uh, he look, oh, I can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's because I'm crossing my legs. He says I look feminine. <laughs> Fuck Very you. Very demure. You're such a bitch. Uh, what would you do in this situation? An Indianapolis coffee shop that's been around since the late 1800s. It's a historic building was blindsided on New Year's Eve by a wedding party. Now, keep in mind, this place does rent out for weddings and events, but this one wasn't scheduled. They just show up. There was up to about 30 wedding guests that just bombard the lobby. There's Meanwhile, there's customers still in there. They're, the employees are trying to work. They just started, you know, showing up. Handing, trying to hand the workers their coats. Like, here's my coat. Please hang this up for me. And then all of a sudden, the bride and groom show up. The minister shows up. And meanwhile, staff, again, is still serving customers. And the wedding was over an hour long. Unscheduled, unpaid for. They did the wedding there? They did the wedding in the lobby. Disrupting everybody. A lot of people are like, to the owner, like, why didn't you just shut him down? He's like, it was just one of those things where it was just he, like a flash mob. You're like, just, like, what do you, what are you supposed there. to do? Yeah. And by the time the wedding was over, he handed them the bride and groom an invoice for five hundred dollars. Good. But he he said, you know, that being said, it's only been like a week and a half, two weeks. But he's, they haven't paid it yet. Of course not. What would you do if you're the owner in that situation? Because it's tough because it's a wedding, right? You know. But that being said, it, they're they're trying to scam their way into yeah. a free venue. Yeah, no, I kick the I kick their asses out. I I agree. Absolutely. Be like, I don't care. Wedding, I don't know. I, I think, and I blame the whole um, bachelorette thing. 
it, it it's out of hand now. And and people who are involved in these weddings, bachelorette parties, bachelor parties, it's like, um, it's like literally, you know, our party supersedes everything. Mm-hmm. All right, it's like we're having our party. We're yeah. a ba- look at us. Look, we're crazy. This is our bachelorette party. This is right. our bachelor party. This is our wedding. Now, sorry that there's still rules you got to follow. I'd, I'd kick their ass out. Uh, it would sorry. Just- and, but that's just like everybody's so entitled. Everybody yeah. thinks the world revolves around right. them and yeah. they can get Very away. Very self absorbed, yeah. So if they don't pay that money, it's going to cause a, a big chain reaction. Because the fact that it's getting publicity is already going to cause reaction. Are a lot of uh, people on the side of the coffee shop or the wedding people? Uh, the coffee shop. Yeah, good. And, but but it, all it takes is one or two of the dumbasses out there to be like, hey, that's a great idea. We could do that. Right. Let's go to Orange Julius and right. get a, have our wedding there. You know how much I love Orange Julius. <laughs> I told my wife many times, boy, do I wish. What's the what's the place you do your kids' birthdays at with the the, the rat out front? Um, uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> you know, many times after we had kids, I was like, man, we should have had our, we should have had our wedding here at Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. I will say this. It's a disgusting cesspool of germs. Great pizza. I got great memories of Chuck E. Cheese. I'll never say a bad thing about Chuck E. Cheese. Had some great moments there. Yeah. Although the the machines are a bit creepy. You know they're replacing, they're starting to replace those that take out the machines with the exception of one location in, in California. Otherwise, they're just, they're scrapping them. And new, new machines? Not new machines. They're just going to make it like a digital thing. Huh. Which makes sense, yeah. to be honest. You don't have the wear and tear, maintenance shit like that that you have to deal with. All right, I'm going to wrap things up here in a second, but I got to tell you well, guys yeah, real I quick. 50, I got at least 14 more minutes. Fuck you, okay? Do not interrupt me. Sorry. Oh, your precious rundown. <laughs> oh, I'm not like some people. Trust <laughs> you never me. cared about Obviously. that rundown that much. Uh, real quick, Sugar Fire in Westminster, amazing barbecue. Just when you go in there, when, as soon as you open the door, you're hit with this beautiful aroma mm. of just smoked meats. Mm. It, Mike, it makes your mouth... Just start watering as soon as you walk in the door. Smoked the, meats. Oh, and we know how much you love meat. You know, <laughs> that juice just coming down <laughs> off your cheek. Oh, oh. Ooh, is it cold in here? Oh. Anyway, they're off 144th in Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze on the south side of 144th. You got to follow them on social media, at Sugar Fire Westie. Chef Clint and crew love to post their their entrees up there, whatever their daily specials are, and it's just so nice. And you're not only does it taste amazing in your mouth when you look at it, you're like, no way, this is like something that you would see on Food Network because it's a beautiful piece of art, a piece of art that you can shove in your mouth hole. Okay, you're welcome. Your face hole. I keep saying mouth hole. That doesn't make sense. Your face hole makes a lot more sense. So you got to check them out. Sugar Fire in Westminster. (laughs) Amazing place for a date night. Maybe take the family or just hang out at their bar. Just a great place to go. Amazing food. Check them out. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway. Like I said, on the south side of 144th. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster. Reinventing barbecue every single day. You know, with the Super Bowl next month. Yeah. Do you whenever the Super Bowl comes around, do you do you get nostalgic to our videos? I do. I miss doing those videos because oh, it was such a creative uh, outlet for us. Like, like you think about the videos that we did, and 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 they really blossomed when we were in Minnesota because yes. Minnesota is just a miserable place. Who ever thought they should put a Super Bowl there? But it was great for us. It was great for us because I remember it was media night. Was that that was on Monday night, right? That's when media and we Monday did or Tuesday, yeah. And we didn't want to go because we're like. 
there, everything is the same. Everybody mm-hmm. asks the same thing. And if there's any media members that go outside the box, they're like way obscure, ridiculous, embarrassment to media outside the box. So they're like, why would we go there? And especially with Mark, no offense to other people, but like he's kind of a big deal. Yeah. And he would just get bombarded. Yeah. And we're like, we don't, we don't want him to be getting interviewed constantly when it should be him interviewing other people. So we're like, it doesn't make sense for us to do that. So we decide, plus it's cold. <laughs> we're like, let's just stay in our hotel room yeah. and do stupid videos. And that's really where we have a video of Mark pretending to interview Tom, Tom Brady, Brady, but it was a bo- like a bobblehead or something, a yeah. Funko, yeah. whatever. And then like we didn't have a bathrobe, so Mark made it look like he was wearing a bathrobe. Uh, out by, of towels. Out of towels. <laughs> And then one of the, and I I didn't save it, but one of the uh, bloopers is he's interviewing him and his like his towel dropped and just shows off his nipple. <laughs> it's just so funny. But we did stuff like that. We did one of the, the, the there's me what it takes to be a producer for Schlereth and Evans. Oh, That's probably the most popular one for the outtakes, for the outtakes and and it in general yeah. because. But I think the outtake on that one is the best because where he spits milk in my face, which this is pre-COVID. Yeah. So, like, have at it. I got I got spit in the face twice by Mark Schlereth. And you still didn't get COVID. I didn't. <laughs> I did. I did eventually get you COVID. You did eventually yeah, get COVID. It was, it was Congratulations. I, I almost texted you guys. Because I know that that was something you really wanted to experience. I, I was, I was <laughs> licking so many random things. I know. You were so disappointed. Grocery carts. Everybody had had COVID. You hadn't had COVID yet, and you were, like, disappointed. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember that because the first take, because... The, the the gist is I'm putting you guys to bed. Yes. You threw hot water, allegedly, hot water yeah. in my face because yeah. you wanted tea. Tea, yeah. And then it, when it comes to Mark, his big thing is, is are you whole milk or are you, or like skim milk? Skim milk, right? yeah. And then like he, we give him some milk and the idea is he's supposed to drink it and he's supposed to spit it in my face and be like, this is... I asked for a whole milk. Yeah. This is skim milk right, or something, right, or 2%, right, right. whatever. And he spits in my face. Well, he spits in my face. One, it goes right in my eye because my eyes were wide open. And then what? Um, he starts to chuckle. Yes. I chuckle, and then you chuckle because you're, you're the guy the holding man. the camera. Yeah. And we just could not stop oh. laughing. And then what's funny is, like, we had to do it again. Yes. Because, <laughs> like, we're already down this path. You got, you got to understand what – but I, I always, what I'm most proud of of our videos is how we were able to make the most of our surroundings. So in that case, we're in this suite. Please don't don't think that we were in a suite. It was right. some hotel in Minneapolis, and but it just so happened that it was a double a double bed in one room, living little living room, and then you know another bedroom. And the way that we were able to just work within our surrounding environment and just come up with these dumb ideas. And it was always a good collaborative effort. We do like one run through, like one mm-hmm. quick run through rehearsal, and then we go. You do you'd videotape it on your phone, uh-huh. and they came out. There were so many iconic ones. Like we're in again Minnesota. They had a sleep pod oh, yeah. in the media room. Yeah, and we we came up with a video there where both Mark and I are sleeping, taking a nap in the sleep pod. And what what I remember about that is. Soon as I saw it, 
I think you and I were walking around and we both essentially said basically at the same time, like, we got to do a video with this. Yes. And when we shoot the video, all these different radio station Mm -hmm. entities from around the country are all looking at us going, oh, my God, that's funny. Yeah. Can't believe they're doing it. Yeah. Because nobody does stuff like that. They are so wound up tight and be like, we got to only talk sports. (laughs) And it's like, dude, no, be real, man. No. It's funny. Snuggle up with your buddy. Yeah. (laughs) It got to the point we would go to the Super Bowl and people were just expecting us to deliver videos and they didn't care about our guests, didn't care about our interviews, didn't care about our hot takes on the game. It was, what do you got? And we looked at it the same way. It was immediately like, all right, where are we going? What can we do? And we're constantly on the lookout. And boy, Miami, we're right by, we're right on South Beach. Uh, And I I don't know. I still look back on those like nude beach. We created a nude beach. Yeah. Where I have you guys standing behind some bin of some sort. Yeah. But it looks like you're naked. Yes. Is the way we had it. Like you both, if you find the picture or video, it's you both have like a leg out. out. But and you no can't, shirts. Yeah, and you can't see your waist, yeah. so it looks like you're naked. Yeah. And, like, I walk by, and I just, I don't know if I say anything or right. what, but it was just funny. We slap high fives. And, right, yeah. right. <laughs> so stupid. I think I made it a gif. Yeah. Like, if you search yes, Earth or something, high fives. There's, a, there's a gif of you guys out and there. And then, of course, that. Mark loves telling the story, and we play the audio all the time. You got to tell it from your vantage point. Which, the beach toys? Is that your daughter? <laughs> yeah, so we so we go. We're like, let's do some like montage of videos of you guys having fun at the beach, yeah. and then Mike's just like, I'll go to Walgreens and I'll buy some beach toys. Yeah, and so we do it, and it's just some miscellaneous. Yeah, we did a couple of stupid videos. shots. Yeah. And and to be honest, those toys probably what like set you back like two bucks something like. Oh that. yeah, it was nothing, but it was right. really, they came like in a little basket. Yeah, like, like the like little little. You know, toys, you yeah, know, like shovels you, and pails and things like that. Right. So at the end, Mark's or Mike's like, hey, uh, DeHuff, do you just want to bring this back to your kids? And I'm like, I'm not going to bring that back yeah. to my kids. It's like, one, they're never going to play with it. And two, it's just right. I don't think I have room for it. Right. So we're going to just throw these away. So and, and then you go, no, let's just give it to somebody. <laughs> I meant Big well. Big mistake. I Big promise mistake. you I meant well. So <laughs> Mike's scoping out the beach for young children. <laughs> <laughs> and... and you know, like Epstein, and um, <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> anyway, gonna have to go Jimmy Kimmel on you. <laughs> <laughs> no. So anyway, so Mike's looking around, yeah. looking for a family to go give it to. Exactly. And you find this lady mm-hmm. with her daughter. Yes. And you go. <laughs> so we're. So you got to. Now I got to take over. No, you. All right, you. Well, you, you, just, you you take it, and I'll then I'll respond to it because it was awesome. So, Mark. Myself and Kendall, I think, was with us. Yes, yes. So we're, like, kind of hanging back. And as you're walking over there, we're like, "Uh uh-oh, this might end badly. (laughs) And so all of a sudden, Mike leans over to the mom. The daughter's, like, 10 feet away or something like that. And Mike goes, hi, is that your daughter? (laughs) And we go, we hear it. (laughs) We're like, oh, shit. (laughs) So so it's so classic because... I'm walking, I'm about five steps ahead of you, right? The th- you three are behind me, and you're all walking basically in, in lockstep, right? Mm-hmm. I say that, and it was like you guys, it was, you did it 
all together without even community. You all just immediately just veered. <laughs> we did. You just did a hard right. We bailed on you. our guy. Bailed. And it was like you it was like unspoken. You didn't even have to like it was just all three of you immediately reacted the same way. We're out of here. Because you're like, hi, is that your daughter? <laughs> I didn't say it like that. That's the way it's in my head, Mike. I don't care if you said and it. I, I don't she, care if you're like, hello, man. She looks at me with horror. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like trying to, I'm like, no, 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 no. We, 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 and at this point, it, like, there's no way I can explain. I'm like, Never mind. Meanwhile, and I just and I just slunk. I just slinked away. Just meanwhile, shame, we're like holding my toys. We're like we're like three hundred feet away from you by that time, and we're like, oh shit, there's police on the on the on the beach. And I walk up to you guys, and I am just like, and what's funny? I am so sheepish. I'm like, God, I did not okay. did not go the way I thought it would go. And what's funny is the next day we're on Radio Row. It was a weird week. That was the week that Kobe died. Yes. And there was a there is yeah. a lot of gloom hanging yeah. over yep. the week. But I remember we were like midweek at this point. And I remember we're sitting there in the break, about to go on, and then we're talking about this off air. And I was like, dude, we need to talk about this. This is so hilarious. And at first you were just like, No, I don't want to talk Man, about I'm this. So embarrassed. It's, it's, and 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 it comes off like the way we paint the picture, you're a pervert. When in reality, it <laughs> oh, wasn't. Oh, yeah, really? You think? <laughs> yeah. Mike. To this day, yes. <laughs> Nothing's changed. To this day, I'm not allowed to go near a school zone. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because over the years, you and Mark have gone to great lengths to paint me in a, a very, very forgiving light. Uh, uh, then, so we're like, <laughs> then finally, like, right as we're about to go on, you're like, yeah, screw it, whatever. In the name of comedy, you sacrificed your, your reputation. <laughs> and it was... It was funny, and and to be honest, I think that's what. And you came up with a voice then, right? It and just, it just. I was just you know. like, I'm thinking of like old guy from Family Guy or something like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, is that your daughter? <laughs> yeah. Type of thing, <laughs> type of thing, maybe something like that. Uh, and then uh, you know, kind of cross yeah, between yeah. that, and then we do it, <laughs> and it was hilarious. And what's funny is again going back. To when you walk around like Radio Row, it's all these stations from across the world, uh, or the world really, and and they're all talking about the same things. Yeah, it's blurring, blurring, yeah, yeah, blurring, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we're sitting over there, we're cracking, we're up. laughing our ass. You got off. people from, uh, like I remember Mike Golick at one time came over and was talking about one of our videos. It was the video where I'm in the bathtub with Mark. Yes, yes, right, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and, and which is like another great, <laughs> another video. great one. Uh, and, and it's just funny because there's all these big-name people that would come over and talk to us and be like, dude, I love what you guys do. It's funny. Yeah. And and everybody does the same and the other generic stations are kind of like, what are these guys do? What's the secret sauce type thing, you know? And The secret sauce is we're just we're being just real. We're just having fun. Yeah. And, and, like, I've had a run-in with a former host at this station that didn't appreciate the fact that that's how we did things. That right. we just you're, talked you're, real. Right. Or that, you know, oh, wow, you know, DeHuff and Evans and Schlereth are going down to the Super Bowl to do videos, you know? Well, yeah, guess what? Well, guess what? Our ratings were fucking killer. And we had, like, at one point, weren't some of our videos getting, like, half a million views yeah. or something yes. like that? And this is before stuff had really, you know, went viral, right? You know, this was, right. this was like, the, the first days of viral. Right, and, and we were. And we had, we had an executive from ESPN. 
telling us, I don't know how many times I've seen that video with you getting spit uh, spit in the face by milk. Yeah. He's all it's hilarious. Yeah. And and that's that's the way it was. Um so what I'm saying is, can I get a job? <laughs> hey man. It was it was fun. We miss you. Yeah, I'm was, not gonna I'm not gonna lie. We miss you. It was it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of great memories in it, and it's just it, it's one of those things where even though um we did all that and we had a lot of success. I still am not seeing people do that, trying to copy it, because I don't think a lot of people can copy it. Right. There because was a, it was you just you have to have chemistry. You ha- it, yeah, you know, people would ask me a lot of times, like, you know, why those videos are so funny? What what you know, what what's your secret? I said it's just honestly, us. we just kind of goof around, we just spitball ideas, we like Set it up like, okay, uh, I'm going to walk into the room, and then you're going to do this, and we do like one walkthrough, and then we do it. And well, that's and, it. We very I, rarely did, by the way, a second or third take for these things. Right. And I think, in all honesty, it's one of those things where you just said it is we were brainstorming, mm-hmm. and no idea is a stupid idea type of thing. Or if you said something or I said something, then maybe – Mark or whatever it would be, we'd build on that. And be like, okay, what if we did that right. plus that? Right, and then it would be it'd be a very good uh, way of us just working through an idea, and it wasn't just one person's idea; it was all of our idea. And let's be honest, what ultimately made it work was we had a a star in Mark, Mark, a yes. huge name, who loved to have fun, and there was right. nothing that was out of bounds. For him to do, because this this only works if you got a a big name like Mark who's who's willing yeah, to do this stuff. And oh, because if it's just you and I, right? No, it's ultimately not gonna, pe- right. it might get views, yeah, but it's not going to be as 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 much, right? So when he has like whatever how many followers on Twitter and right. he's retweeting that, right? And then his big name friends like Trey Wingo, right. Golick. And whomever else is are retweeting it and responding. But he's to got like no ego, and he's standing right. there doing an interview with Tom Brady. You know, and his oops, did this just fall off? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. he's just like Most- he's in a tub with you. It's 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 <laughs> that you know that's that's what makes it that's what makes it work. I I, got, I know you were running out of time, but I got to you know it's so funny because when you and I were working together, um, you and I were together when we found out we were going to work with Mark. Yeah. And I remember you and I, do you remember this phone conversation? We were on the phone and I'm like, you know, I like it, you know, because he's really good at what he does. I said, but, you know, I've seen him on TV a lot and he's always really serious on TV. And I honest to God said this to you, which is the funniest thing when you look back on in hindsight. I said to you, I go, I think it'll be good, but I'm worried that we won't have any fun. Right. Remember that? And you were like, yeah, I know. We got to make sure that we find a way to have fun. And right before, maybe it was after we met him, and we're in that little office area, and I had a desk over there at the time, and you said essentially the same thing again. Mm-hmm. And I remember you put pointing your finger at the table like, listen up. Mm-hmm. You do what you do, okay? Yeah. We don't need this you know, stiff coming in here essentially is what you were saying yeah. in, in messing up our mojo. Yeah. We're, we're doing what we do. Right. And he needs to fall, yes. fall in line yes. type of thing. And then, <laughs> and then what's funny is I remember, uh, I talked to Mark one-on-one and he's just like, I, I just want you to know I'm a fan of 
what you do. I'm a fan of the Huff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. first of all, thanks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> then Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> and I giggled and we made out. And then uh, it was fun. I learned a lot that day. Um, but but then it like quickly just I I wanna say as soon as the mics cracked. Cracked. It was oh oh oh, oh this is oh, good. this is a different guy I didn't I realize like it. this and and little I, did we know we were then going to be working with the world's largest adolescent right and Literally. it's been that way forever and I I am so thankful to him for never ever ever having any ego he has never once big time us and said oh guys I can't do that I've got an image to protect he Dude, doesn't care I will say this you know stroking him off a little bit yeah I know like he he Hope is he a, doesn't hear this he is a good dude there was a time where my son had a seizure and he he went to the hospital and they needed to do a test and my son was scared and I couldn't get him to calm down so I sent a text to stink I was like hey can you do me a favor can you call and just tell try to walk him through it and like he you know he he respects you and mm-hmm. thinks you're a great guy just can you do that and literally like 10 seconds later stink calls talks him through it and and my son just like is is dealing with this scary moment yeah and, and stink did that and i was like did that okay i never knew that that you never told me that. That's, well, that's, so I don't like sit there and no, try that, to brag that, about no, all, all the awesome. stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. It is. Well, I had my heart surgery, and the first person to come to visit me was uh, was Stink. Yeah, he brought you like greasy food, didn't he? No, he brought no. his wife's uh, chocolate chip <laughs> cookies. Could you imagine? He's like, "Here you go, man. You got a new heart. <laughs> Here's a burger. <laughs> double ch- double cheese bacon." Oh, his wife cooked you those. Oh, oh I bet oh, it was those good. Chocolate chip cookies are amazing. But no, he is he is a great great dude, and. Yep. Um, Super talented, but uh, no, the chemistry the three of us had have. I mean, we you could you could come back to our show tomorrow, yeah, and li- we literally would pick right up where we left off. I think so too. I've thought and about that's that. A, that's a that's a unique that's a unique chemistry. I and it's funny, and I'm not. I I joke about it, but like I'm not sitting here begging for a job. But I I have thought about that. I was like, I think it would mm-hmm. be one of those things where we could just slide in. Oh. Easily. And it, it would just continue on, and it, it would be a lot of fun. I think that's one thing I, I miss a lot is I don't necessarily miss working here. I miss working with you guys type of thing. We never worked. It was well, never that, worked. I know. You know? <laughs> but, right? but, well, it was never worked. Listen, if you do something you love every day, you're yeah, never you're really going to work. working, right. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, it is true. It was, and, and we found success. So, Mike, I really appreciate you yeah. coming on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, uh, see, I told you, he's not just a piece of meat. He's I not know. just sex on a stick. I know. He's comedy I know. as well. <laughs> you get that a lot. I have feelings. <laughs> I am a man of substance. He, he is. He is. Next time we got to do this with Stink. Yeah, we'll have to. That'll That's fine. Uh, just as long as you guys don't want to get paid for it, okay? <laughs> That's not going to happen. Okay. I'm used to that. Mark, you might have to scratch a check. <laughs> Like, here you go. Here's a gift card. That's right. I don't know if there's anything on it. Yeah. It's the gift that keeps giving all year long. (laughs) Syphilis? (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for joining the show. That's Mike Evans. You can find him on uh, denversports.com or 1043thefan.com. He's on every single day, Monday through Friday, from 6 to 10 with Mark Schlereth. Although Mark's in Hawaii right now being a bigwig. Yeah. 
What? Did that come out? Did I say that? Yes, you did. Can you edit that out? No. No. Don't know how, Mike. Don't know how. All right. All right. Shoot. A big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. you got to go check them out at 144th in Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th. It's it's the Huff. I almost said it's Schlereth. I Evans. know you did. Oh my God! Yeah, old habits sometimes. Mm-hmm. Slide right in. It's <laughs> slide right in. Uh, uh, it's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.